0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know where we chat all things musical theatre. We have our returning guest today, Christopher Batkin. Hello Chris. What's up? What's up with you? Welcome back to the table. It's going to be very exciting. I'm excited to talk about the show that you brought me and obviously it's not just me, KB. Here to talk to you with chris
1: we've also got julie oh hey hey julie you didn't say my full name today usually you say my full name i know
0: i do um but i'm a bit tired i'm not gonna
1: lie it's long it takes
0: (laughs) some time it's yeah we've only got a certain amount of minutes for every podcast episode (laughs) and uh we just didn't have the time all right fair fair point uh chris Sorry, I cut you off.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> very
0: sorry. Um, you have brought the Lightning Thief, the Percy Jackson musical, to us today. But before um, we get into the show, this is your third visit back to the podcast which means we change things up a bit here in this section at the beginning and you no longer have to tell us all the things that would mean getting to know you because we already know you yeah. so Julie and I now have to cast you in some shows that is the rule now so you get a break you get to sit back relax and just take the information in you know Sweet. tell us if you agree or disagree with them um, our casting choices all right. you know Julie what would you cast Chris back in in mm, I see what you did there yeah uh, <laughs> I mean I've written some down so I just
1: <laughs> um uh, I would say uh, Seymour Seemore Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Shop of Harris. Yeah. And now it's your turn. Um, <laughs> all right, here we go. Um Zayn and I did discuss this prior to the show,
0: so I did have also a little bit of help. rude. <laughs> <laughs> so um we came up with Bat Boy in Bat Boy.
2: <laughs> yeah, you right.
0: know, could be yep. fun. We I think you'd make a really good Monty Navarro in Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. Oh you know,
2: I think what a, have protagonist. Have a of fun. this is cool. I'm enjoying this.
0: Yeah. I know it's not the usual for you, Chris, but I think you'd be good at it. Um <laughs> and also like Jekyll and Hyde in Jekyll and so, Hyde.
2: No, we gotta come back. Back to that horrible burn. That was. (laughs) All right. Okay. Sorry. I'm back. All right.
0: You get cast in a lot of dark roles, you know? That's true. I've got all the opposite, though. You've got a lot of dark roles. Um,. And I I haven't gone beyond the dark roles mm-hmm. until we get to Igor and Young Frankenstein. Oh, <laughs> just because like you're very good at comedy, it's been a while since we've been able to see you in like a really funny, just like sidekicky role, you uh-huh. know?
2: Yeah, that's no, true.
0: So it's time to I think I think get you back in there. <laughs>
2: with, with in my, get Frank. my get back in there.
0: Yeah,
1: just your back. No,
2: just no. a lot in of back game. acting in
1: that role. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, I could also see you, although you may have already played this role, I don't know your back catalog. Um, the back, just the, the back, back, back catwalk. Yeah, good one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Pierpont Finch. I mean, you didn't Finch. play that role no. in the show, but no. who did you could?
2: play? I was, I was from. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was also like the, love that casting. He was very good. <laughs> the louder. Less attractive version of JP on Finch. Aw, hush. I mean, it's true. He, he discusses. He doesn't get away with anything that Finch does, primarily because just everyone's like, I don't like that guy.
1: <laughs> uh, something about that guy. He's got
2: too much gel in his hair, or whatever. <laughs> he wears an apron, decided. so like, whatever. JP doesn't wear an, apron. <laughs> yeah. doesn't wear an apron. apron. He does a little.
0: He does wear a little
2: bit, yeah. But then he Red moves up at the world. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: No. Look, why not? Why not just, like, do a rotation of every role in How to Succeed?
2: Oh, man. Yeah? I would, You'd be that would be rosemary. awesome, actually. Yeah. yeah. There are, like, a few shows I'd want to do that for. This might just become a new one that I'd recommend.
0: Yeah. Just, look, for, just you've everyone. already done. Yeah. Ooh, heady. It's, it's going to be good.
2: <laughs> Uh, all the appropriate
0: roles. All the, I mean, <laughs> it the depends what kind of show's audience you're doing. All the listeners
2: well. should know that they both just, like, did the <laughs> shrug in the exact same way at the exact same time. We've been working like together emoji. for a long time.
0: <laughs> Um, look it's true Julie and I have worked together for a really long time um and we we've, we've known you for a really long time so we're glad that we got to cast you in some roles before we talk about the lightning thief the Percy Jackson musical let's play that music Zane. Chris, before we get into... All of the things that we need to know about The Lightning Thief, I need you to give me a two-minute plot summary of the show. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hmm. Julie, I you
1: Hang on, ready? I had a timer on With for ten minutes. No. <laughs> My pizza <laughs> in for ten minutes. <laughs>
2: Hang
1: on, just scroll it down to No notifications. All right. Doop, 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 doop. Are you okay. ready? Acknowledge- All right. Three, two, one.
2: All right. Percy Jackson is a half-blood, which means half-god, half-mortal. One day when he does not realise this yet... He is attacked by a monster on a school field trip and as a result is expelled from school. And he sort of gets an inkling that there's maybe some magic going on in the world. He goes home, has a talk with his mum and stepdad who's awful. Mm. Um, and, and 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 stinks terribly. And you wouldn't think that would be a plot point, but it is. <laughs> um, and uh yeah he goes with his mum um uh to visit the beach where she met his father um and they talk about about the the father and how he's never been around since percy was born and that percy's special and destined for great things but she refuses to explain why which is a little (laughs) frustrating for percy and and me as the audience member um But uh, then they are attacked by um, a minotaur, um, and oh, um, Percy's best friend Grover comes to the rescue. He's been in there a little <laughs> bit so far, but I forgot to mention it. Not,
0: not like the puppet Grover. I know, no, well. not no, the super Grover <laughs> does come to. He mind. does have like.
2: <laughs> Fur so kind maybe of. we could put him in. Who knows? Um, uh, yeah, uh, they fight off the Minotaur. Percy's mum is uh, uh killed or, or dissolves into a mist. Um, and uh, Percy attacks the Minotaur, beats it, but passes out. Wakes up at uh, a place called Camp Half Blood.
1: 30 seconds remaining. Oh boy! Oh wow, it's
2: it's based on an entire novel. You guys, <laughs> you're doing I, really well. All right, so they wake up, baby. Um, he meets uh. Oh boy, there's just so many characters I've already skipped over. People. He meets a um, lot of people. He meets sons and daughters. And um, of he gods. finds out that because he is the son of Poseidon, mm. god of the ocean and a bunch of other stuff, um, the Greek gods are all very multi talented. Um, the, the, because he's the son of Poseidon, he's being blamed for stealing uh, Zeus' thunderbolt and has to go on a quest to <gasps> prove to that it was up. actually Hades who stole the thunderbolt. And I'm going to give you more time. That yeah. was act one. <laughs> and I didn't mention any of the side characters. <laughs> Oh, You're good. Boy. You're doing good. So You're they
0: fine. go on this quest. They go on
2: the quest with uh, yeah. Percy, um, Annabeth. Annabeth, and Grover. Grover. Um, they they fight a bunch of Greek uh, monsters and and challenges, uh, and they finally make it all the way to Hades in the underworld, where it's revealed that um, it was all a plot to to get Percy to deliver both Thunderbolt and some uh, cool flying shoes hmm. uh, to... <gasps> oh, no, the, um, the titan whose name...
0: Is CS Cry Cry Cronus? Cronus, yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, to free Cronus
2: from the pit where he's been <laughs> imprisoned um he he escapes the pit without being dragged in which is great they have a confrontation with hades and also Ares, who was also um behind the plot because he's the god of war mm. and he likes watching gods go to war he finds that fun and also i think he was going to gain some power out of the whole thing um uh they they resolve all of the arguments they prove that percy was innocent the whole time and then go back to camp half-blood where another character i didn't mention this is You're doing so well. We're going to mention Luke. Luke. <laughs> Luke, um, who was sort of like a friend and, and mentor to Percy because he's um, a little bit older and more knowledgeable, was also um, uh, secretly plotting to uh, cause the war. And he stabs Percy in the back, literally, um, with a knife and, uh, and escapes. And they uh, realise that despite all their best efforts, um, the war still might happen and they have to get prepared. Um, and Percy decides, um, instead of staying there to train with everyone, um, he's going to uh, meet their problems head on, and and go out into the real world where there'll be monsters and challenges, but he's feeling more ready now to to face that. the end
1: seems like a terrible idea look for him to to go back into life
0: yeah he's got a newfound confidence he knows why he's a little bit weird you know like everything everything, he knows that his stepdad's only around to mask his scent from the monsters
2: (laughs) oh yeah and and, um and he gives (laughs) his mum uh one of the, the the head of medusa um so that if the stepdad gets out of line she can just like turn him to stone
0: yeah the, he- the, head, of the, the whole d- head the whole head the whole head, head. Yeah. that's the thing it's like percy i think we see throughout this whole show and kind of the movie Not and anything. i assume the book is um that because that's the only one i haven't uh encountered yet oh yeah i haven't um, seen the movies so we're the, sort of like the movies fun are trash
2: compliment. yeah, so, so, I've, yeah. I've,
0: um, <laughs> is that uh, percy without any training or any knowledge of of how to do what he should be able to do, is able to just do things. He's able to fight off Furies and Medusa and it just kind of happens for him. Um, And then he discovers he's the son of Poseidon and it all kind of makes sense to him. Um, This show started off-Broadway. Yes. And then made its Broadway debut eventually with pretty much the same cast as Uh, it has. Minus minus
2: Grover. Yeah, yeah, George George Salazar
0: who um, you might have heard on the Be More Chill soundtrack mm-hmm. um, because this show was also directed by Stephen Brackett, who directed Be More Chill. So there's a few, like, little links to shows that, well, Chris has just done for one.
2: <laughs>
0: um, well, since you are the one that brought us The Lightning Thief, let's make that comparison. It was nominated for uh, three Drama Desk Awards in 2017, Outstanding Musical, Outstanding Book, and Outstanding Featured Actor for George Salazar. He was the only one to get a mention. Um, but when it went to Broadway, there's only seven actors in the whole show. There's four swings that understudy if they need to, but there's seven actors in the whole show, double casted casting roles, and it's the best kind of show. It's the
2: best kind of show. yes. Um,
0: which is crazy I think it makes it a lot of fun Um, but it was the Broadway debut for all of them except for Chris McCarroll who played Percy Jackson he had been on Broadway before so that's cool too too, you know like a new show with a new cast it's just kind of fresh um But is there a particular reason you wanted to talk about the lightning
2: theme, Chris? Oh, man. So, one, I I just, like, really enjoyed listening to the album. I find it, like, a lot of fun. It's very high energy. Um, It's
1: what the children would call a bop it is a bop it is a A
2: bop bop. oh god i I almost couldn't say that but you did one more time for the audience it's a bop there we go
0: (laughs) (laughs) do you know what i did meet a teenager this week um, who was like i love musical theater i was like that's amazing what's your favorite show at the moment she's like the lightning thief and i was like i just listened to that soundtrack it's so good she's like it's a total bop and i was like it is a total bop so it's true the teens do believe it's a book. It is a bot.
2: Really cool. All right. So we're using the right language. That's yeah, good. To we know. are definitely not. Hello,
0: called. <laughs> But it was fun to. Um, to have that conversation in the week that I had been introduced to the Lightning Thief because the the soundtrack is awesome do you have a favourite song
2: Uh, I mean I do like the opening number Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool it's sort of like it comes in with this um, really quick like this is the show this is what the show's about it does it in like 30 seconds like the gods are real they have kids those kids have issues and that's like all (laughs) the background information you need and then Percy Jackson comes on and just starts narrating and and talking to the audience which is fun and sort of like jumping back in and out of like the story um and yeah it's just like a lot of fun uh i think that's really that's a really great one i like uh good kid yeah um which is like Percy's big, like, I Want song, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird because it happens sort of late in the show. Like, mm. it's like this... Just before. Just, yeah, it's like the last song before the end of Act 1 or the last song before the end of Act 1 song.
0: song. <laughs> uh, the second last song of Act 1.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's that's the way that I said it but with less words. Well done, yeah. I um, really
0: like The Tree on the Hill. And I don't know whether it's because it's Grover's song and he has been so like he is the comic relief throughout mm. uh, particularly for that trio where annabeth is very like i'm the wonder woman of this group and you don't know what you're doing and he's just like i'm here to support everyone but then him singing this like beautiful ballad mm. of just being like i made a mistake it's <laughs> so nice in amongst all of the other really upbeat yeah um, and
2: it comes right after drive too which is like where he shows off that in song as well mm. it's like he's like I'm gonna be the heart of the team, keep everyone moving and, and we're not gonna stop till we get to the end and it's gonna be great. And then like you know, nightfall, we sleep and have a conversation. No, and like comes it just shows a. a great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the bad thing that comes after two AM is a Medusa. It's a
0: Medusa. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I had a realization driving here listening to the campfire song. Because yeah. I, I was I was listening to that song and it got up to the part about Aries. Yes and i drove past a one division sign <laughs> yeah. and i got irrationally mad that um, whenever female superheroes or female women's like in battle are shown they have their hair out <sighs> no it's just not a thing if you've got long hair you've got it tied up for war <laughs> i mean Arie's daughter
0: does um, what is it rock a plat in the musical so mm. maybe they've worked Correct, for that right? out right
1: yeah. yeah you would have your hair plaited <laughs> potentially a tight bun <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, like a sharp rock at the end of it so you can like swing it around and hit people in the face. Oh, that's
1: yeah.
0: thinking. There you go. Yeah. That's we'll, we'll, we'll let the superheroes know um, for next time, <laughs> see what happens. We'll get Marvel on the phone. We might um, have to though. You <laughs> might have to. Um, there is a few, there's not a very uh, extravagant set. I feel like there's probably more to it than it probably needs. Um, for me watching it, I was like a lot of this is unnecessary. Um, I get why there's a fridge on stage, but we could have done with something else. Um, mm-hmm. But the part... Puppetry from off Broadway into Broadway stepped up massively. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, there is a bootleg um, flying around that on the internet what are you if about? you can find it um, from the off Broadway version. And the production Slimey. still.
2: <laughs> I was just going to say that I went back in time to catch it. should <laughs> have went back in time to catch yeah, it. Yeah, it. that's what I always like. Remember. Like yeah, it was a time portal. It was a little wobbly, so you couldn't yeah, really see all of the Yeah, there's sometimes a bit of a
0: something puts like you get a blindfold just, on your that's face just sometimes. That's you know? what happens. You, know, um, you might be able to find it if you're super smart. Um, and <laughs> the production still. So the the between the bootleg of the Off Broadway version and the production stills of the Broadway version, the puppetry is fantastic. Like it has become an actual center point. I think of the show to be able to show this magical world that we can't really – it's not realistic enough for us to do it without
1: puppetry or visual design, you know? Which is why you're so excited that it's been released – very recently, for amateur <laughs> rights and children's yes. theatre. Yeah. It's going to be great high school productions of it all over the place. Yeah. So we know we're going to have little, like...
0: Grade 7s and onesies running around the stage as a Minotaur.
2: I was actually just thinking about this uh, yesterday that I, I reckon at some point, because um, there's, a, there's a character in the show, uh, Chiron, who's a centaur and... Um, or centaur? Mm-hmm. Both. Both pronunciations are fine. <laughs> I, I think I'm morally in the clear here. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're Who's mythical a, creatures, so they're not real. <laughs> he's a centaur, um, and the the yeah, the I think the off Broadway and both the Broadway um, just sort of show that by giving him a horse tail. Yes, and I it's didn't sort like of- that. But I was like, I bet at some point some school production is going to make another actor be his butt. Yes. <laughs> and they're going to give him, like, a full two-person horse outfit. Yeah. And someone's going to be like, I was Chiron's
0: but butt. the sure. show. nailed it. <laughs> I had wanted the – because they just kind of gave him brown trousers, which I'm like, fine. And the actor's very good at pretending his legs are horse legs. Um, but because they've given Grover, like, goat legs – I would have thought they could have given him horse legs. Maybe. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was just like there were some bits of the design that I was a little bit confused by. There are a few directional choices that I was like, this is – this. that's a cho- – yep, we're just going to keep with choice. That was a choice. Um, but the cast is fantastic. And I'm really sad that it had such a good um, – I don't know, reputation as an off-Broadway show. Mm. The reviews were very good for it. And then it transferred to Broadway. And the reviews... Yeah, so... I have some good reviews before we get into bad reviews with Julie because I think it needs to, like, counterbalance some of the stuff (laughs) that was said. Don't forget,
1: good reviews with Astrid as well. Good reviews with Astrid, of course. We We can bookend that at the
0: end of the bad review. Yeah. Um, So, for the off-Broadway production, it was in the Huffington Post, um, and The Lightning Thief was praised for its dialogue, story, and cast, calling it a reminder that off-Broadway is an important venue for musicals, um, while Time Out described it as worthy of the gods. Um, When The Hollywood Reporter put out its review, it said proves far more enjoyable than the misbegotten 2010 film version or its 2013 sequel and also provides an excellent, if irreverent, introduction to Greek mythology that just might persuade some kids to dig deeper. And I think that's true. Like Having watched the um, off-Broadway version... It is very good. And I'm sure the book does the same thing of like being like, oh, if they're demigods and she's Athena's daughter and he's Poseidon's son, like what else? Like, what is like uh, Hercules, of course, for us, <laughs> kind of do the same thing. <laughs> Whereas I think the lightning theme introduces this particular generation into to the Greek mythology that maybe stuff at school wouldn't because it's fun and exciting. And their age, too. Yeah. Um, the film versions went, oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> not good.
1: All. um but let's go into bad reviews for julie thank you for that beautiful song
2: yeah is it the same every time no oh <laughs> never. boy
1: it has never been the same twice um so this is uh i had to sign up to the new york times to get this review cool. but i read a snippet of it in the google search and went well i have to keep going because <laughs> this is scathing This review is by Jesse Green uh, on October 16th, 2019. Here's an idea for a Broadway musical. An awkward boy with an absent father and overwhelmed mother gets involved with friends in dubious scheme that spins out of control and almost undoes him. Is it dear Evan Hansen? (laughs) If only. (laughs) Alas, The Lightning Thief, the Percy Jackson musical, is a pale patch on the earlier show and a failed attempt to board the teenage fantasy angst train. See also, (laughs) Be More Chill and more successfully, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Well, that is a controversial opinion, it that is. one. Based on the popular 2005 novel by Rick Riordan, Re- yeah. is both overblown and underproduced, filled with sentiments it can't support and effects it can't pull off. It needn't have been that way. When first mounted uh, by TheatreWorks in 2014, The Lightning Thief was, by most accounts, charming, a low-tech 60-minute romp for pre-teens. Its minimal production values and matching ticket prices suited a tale that was, at heart, a light-hearted fable about the half-blood son of a sea god poseidon and a mortal woman translated from ancient greece to contemporary new york the tale drew its dry humor from the contrast and here's where he gets real nasty <laughs> <laughs> this is where he gets real nasty yeah, yeah the current version which opened at the long theater on wednesday after a seventh month seven month national tour earlier this year has all the charm of attention headache <laughs> to discuss <laughs> To disguise its inaptionist for Broadway, the original creative team, uh, Joe Trax? I think it's Trace. Trace i like that uh rob Rokiki are you kidding me with these names people you can do this truly (laughs) rob kiki and stephen bracket has doubled its length added a clutch of unnecessary songs and generally inflated the material so hard that it explodes whatever mild pleasures made the book worth adapting in the first place He goes on. Oh, boy. Quite a bit. And I mean, like, a lot. I highly recommend. Worth signing up.
0: (laughs) 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 Julie will screen record that article (laughs) so we can all read it. I don't... Yes. He had some strong opinions. He did have some very strong... And look, I'm definitely... I I like people with strong opinions. Otherwise, we wouldn't be friends. Otherwise, we (laughs) wouldn't be friends. Um, But... I do think it is an interesting show to have transitioned to Broadway from like there are lots of shows obviously that have a lot of success on off-Broadway that then transfer very successfully to Broadway but this is a very small show with mm-hmm. a very for for the bigger stage simple-ish set um, and a lot of it which isn't utilized I don't think or or is only there for aesthetic so to have scaffolding and then the Greek pillars yeah. behind it when you're like could we have maybe figured this out in a more simple way but could no, we may- Maybe have made the pillars out of scaffolding. Yeah, or like uh, put the scaffolding in between or like there was a lot – I think there was just a lot of mixed – I know they are trying to go for a like, quirky New York <laughs> theme. Um, but- I just
2: really enjoy stuff like that. I've, I find it fun when it's like everything sort of like feels improvised and like grabbed from somewhere. It kind of like – I get the fun of like watching a show but also like the um, – uh, also the fun of <laughs> <laughs> think word, um, of like he watching enjoyed. like a like a really uh, well rehearsed like dress rehearsal because it feels like everyone's just sort of running in and running yeah. out and they'll, they, you know someone's got to like run off and grab their thing and they have like one line and they're like ah I, I don't remember any of the lines well enough to just <laughs> yell one um, but like they come on and they do their thing and then they run off again and everything just feels like it's constantly moving
0: it is const- it is const- it does have that like Jersey Boys feel to it in that sense where there's constantly I'll things being it rolled on constantly things being rolled off um but I don't know I feel like The set reminded me a lot of, um, like, you're next to normals. And I just feel like we'd seen it before. And for a show that is quite epic in its storyline, I think they either needed to go more minimalistic or more epic. They sat in this, like, weird...
1: In-between.
0: Not even quite in-between, you know? Like, it just... I wasn't sure why, I guess. Set design limbo. Because
1: the show was
0: very good. I really enjoy the show. I really enjoy the set.
1: Soundtrack.
0: So did I. Which is a um, rare. So like if Julie enjoyed it, we know that she sat through the whole thing and was like, I'm not going to turn this off.
1: I'm not going to hate this. <laughs> really. I'm not going to actively hate this. Yeah. So, um, We do have a good review. One we more do. good review from Miranda's niece, Astrid. Um, So she's a massive, massive fan. She's read the books. She says the movies don't exist. (laughs) Don't know what you're talking about. Um, So her review, the songs are good. The songs are funny. I especially like the Campfire Song and Lost astrid age 11 so, thank you astrid so
0: much um she's right the, and there's so much dialogue that is hilarious in this and it's mm. in the delivery of just like that slight pause before her delivery or the just circumstantial comedy that comes out of a show about demigods in contemporary New York City on yeah. a quest, you know, where hell is through a record store and, like...
2: They, they get on a bus and it's boarded by three old ladies who are really monsters exactly. in disguise. Exactly. And uh, then the bus explodes.
0: Um, Funny stuff. Sorry, team. Need a drink of water. We are going <laughs> from there to talk about the lessons we have learnt from The Lightning Thief. For some of us, this may be a lesson of Greek
1: mythology. It was. Yes. (laughs) I didn't know half that Greek mythology.
0: That um, I think often we could forget that Poseidon is in there with Zeus and Hades, you know, that there is the three of them. Um, Powerful guy. Powerful guys. Um, But I think this show is a a big lesson, particularly for teens, in courage and teamwork and not always needing to know exactly where you've come from in order, order to forge your own path ahead, you know, Mm. Um, and identity and how to search for your own identity when you're not really sure where you fit in. Um,
2: And also just like um, trying to figure out exactly how you want your relationship with your parents to be yeah (laughs) because there's a lot of like like a lot of of the kids have like very different uh relationships with their with their godly parent Mm -hmm. um and then but they're all like at at least at the beginning fairly like simple whereas percy's kind of like evolves over the course of the thing um annabeth is eventually convinced to like maybe give living with her her dad another go like a mortal dad um and sort of see where that like if things have changed over the fort she's been Stuck at camp, um never leaving.. Um and uh and luke obviously his is changed for the worse because he just suddenly he gets um like over the course of getting to know his dad he like gets violently opposed to him and just wants to like burn it all down to punish you know these people who he thinks have abandoned and so it's like you know you just get all these different uh views of how to yeah how to interact with like you know the the older generation
1: yeah you know whose description really tickled me pink (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-oh who aphrodite because in my head I'm like I really want a person playing Aphrodite to be Jennifer Coolidge <laughs> because I think that is so funny in contrast
0: oh you never actually get to see most of I know. the godly parents yeah. which
1: is still um, funny
0: you just get like a, a her picture a flat yeah, up like, on the yeah, wall like, projected is, on yeah. the
2: back screen where she's just like talking songs.
0: to her kids dates yeah <gasps> oh. hilarious is it not it would be quite funny it would be quite funny. I love a bit of Jennifer Coolidge. Um, <laughs> we have learnt that Julie likes Jennifer Coolidge yeah. um, from Percy Fun Jackson fact. Musical. Fun fact. Um, yeah, I think... I think that is massive and that your relationship with your parents doesn't also define who you are or it can completely define who you are but yeah. you choose. Um because we don't really ever hear about Luke's mortal mother. He's only ever
2: no, that's true. focused
0: on Hermes as his father being not good enough.
2: Also not in at least the first book either he never mentions yeah. it. As far as I
1: can. I might need to read these books. I like I, I, I read the first
2: it. one like it knocked it out in like a couple of days last week. Like it's 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 like a quick I can oh, read. Oh I can read. <laughs> fast oh man never met a text I can't sure devour in a couple hours
0: um, it is interesting I think for I mean the review brought up Harry Potter and the Cursed Child and for there's a lot in a book to musical adaptions or book to play adaptions and a lot of people would not agree that Harry Potter and the Cursed Child was a good translation of the Harry Potter universe into a play whereas I think that Percy uh, the Lightning Thief has done a really good job of trying to fit an entire book (laughs) into like an hour 20.
2: (laughs) Like yeah it's uh it's like it's a good effort and like there's there's also um, it's actually funny you mentioned Harry Potter because it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the parody musical. Yes. In the, in the sense that, like, it's got that same, like, everyone running off and on kind of thing. Yeah. It's, like, got the three leads yeah. that perform very similar uh, roles. But, like, where this is, like, a, a faithful adaptation, obviously the Harry Potter one was, like, a parody with, like, everyone's speaking American and, and yeah. enjoying red vines and, and whatever. Um, but, like, it has that sort of same, yeah, that same feel. So it's like, you know, you, you can, like, make these interesting adaptations. Um, you just sort of have to decide, like, what aspects of the story you're going to focus on. And, like, it seems like the movie might have, like, done a lot of, like, the battles and the... Um, Uh, all of the action sequences and things like that whereas the musical is obviously focused on because it can't do like huge monsters or at least not many of them. Um, It's sort of focused on the the characters and like the road trip aspect of the whole thing. Yeah and it's um, self-aware
0: enough to know that it's turning an epic Greek mythology-esque story into a musical and it does make reference to that a couple of times very flippantly. You'd miss it if you weren't paying attention but I think that self-awareness of knowing that what they're doing is is quite
1: large scale in comparison to how they're doing it. Is also what makes it work. Self aware enough to go, hey, hey this is a 28 year old playing a teenager.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, for me, I also learned, and I guess I always learn this in shows that I would want to be a part of in some way or another. Is um, I think it's so important for every aspect of a show to work together to tell that story. Um, and for me, I have obviously made it very clear that some of the set and direction didn't do that for me um that's just my own individual opinion um but how key it is for all of that to to be as important as what the actors are doing on stage um because it is it's such a fast pace <laughs> show yeah. that i think everything has to be working to to make
2: it so yeah
0: any other lesson
2: uh well um and I'm going to dwell too much on this, but I learned that the Tony Award people hate teens.
0: Oh, yes, please. Tell us more, Christopher because Duncan. Because
2: of the four shows <laughs> that were uh, up for Tony nominations during this performance season, this one got no nominations for anything. No. And it was an outrage, and I want everyone involved with Percy Jackson. No, I want everyone involved with The Lightning Thief, the Percy Jackson musical. <laughs> To know that I'm outraged on your behalf, and I think that it was a travesty.
0: I do, I am surprised that at, like the actors at least, or the book or the score didn't get a mention. Like
2: yeah, and I, I, and the particularly it's it's telling I think because there there were sort of two shows with heavy male leads, as in um, this one and um, oh god, <laughs> um, uh, Moulin Rouge. Yes, yeah, oh, the um, and there were there were two with. Um, sort of more more female uh leads one of which was the tina turner mm-hmm. uh by bio, biopic do you still call it a pick if it's not a picture
1: bio- Biomusical. yeah
2: Oh i like the extra e on the end it's yeah. very cool um and another one that i i can't remember um but it's like right. it's, it's so, been a year um aaron tveit is the only person nominated for best actor in a leading role yes. in musical for that season whereas, and he still might not win yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. Um, but like the when when with the other two uh, shows, there were like maybe I think three uh, three nominees for. Oh, it's Jagged Little Pill. Oh one. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one. Yeah, so there were like a perfectly regular amount for almost all of the other. Um, uh, categories, categories. Um, and just like it, it, it just feels like someone has gone through and just excised percy jackson over and over again from all of these lists and which
1: is crazy very
2: unfortunate because
1: if i had to <laughs> guess i would say it'd be that guy from the new york times it would probably yeah, <laughs> but
2: like, it's more powerful than you'd think chris,
1: <laughs> i mean
0: the new york times is the one that everyone kind of okay, waits for you true. know that yeah. makes or breaks your show but chris mccarroll's voice is phenomenal like some of those notes he just seems to effortlessly be able to (laughs) sing at the top of his lungs. And I think he does give, as someone who is a very big Aaron Tavate fan, a run for his money because <laughs> for an inter- he sings basically nonstop for an entire show.
2: Oh he yeah. That guy, like I, I feel like I wanna say literally never leaves the stage. <gasps> like once he he he's he's not in the first thirty seconds of the show when they're introducing the premise, and then he, he comes on stage, like does a, a knee slide straight to center, and then from then on he's just like on for the rest of the show.
0: Yeah, he never like so much so that there's a water bottle in his prop backpack because that's the only way that's going to happen for him. And
2: beyond that, there's like again, like you said, like seven actors in this whole thing and they do what took Hollywood like 10 billion dollars mm-hmm. to like make this cool adventure story happen with like seven people yeah and i just think that that is noteworthy absolutely and it should have been um, noted noted yes yeah
0: tony's you've heard <laughs> it here
2: coming for you tony
0: if you need some extra people that for is that your that real panel, name, um, you can find Chris Batkin here in Brisbane, um but yes, I think you I think you're right but I, I think a lot of the smaller shows that do do that are often overlooked by mm. Tony's, which is unfortunate, especially when there's only one person for nominated in a category guys <laughs> get your act together, but talking of cast, should we cast this ourselves? Yes yeah, Alrighty, guys. Firstly, where are we putting Zac Efron? <sighs> where are we putting Zac I'd put him in Luke Ares'
2: yeah. role. Yeah, I think that's probably advice.
0: You know? Okay. Okay. You know? Okay. Like, I'm not going to put him as Percy. He's not a Percy. But I could see him as a Luke.
2: Yeah, I think he could play a, yeah, like, cool, older mentor yeah. and also, like, just super aggressive dude yeah. in, in Aries' character. And then... What else does he do? Gabe. Yeah, yeah.
0: Gabe. Good old Gabe. The Good old
2: Gabe. Stepdad. Yeah.
0: So he can be a bit smelly for a bit. So who would we... <laughs> <laughs> who would we cast as Percy Jackson, the lightning... Th- no, he's not the lightning thief. Spoilers. Spoilers.
2: spoilers. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, the, you might have to spoil it because I, I just did such a poor job of spoiling it before. Um, who <laughs> knows if people really understood what this story is about. Uh, the other thing that I thought of would be fun is just if you got literally the Harry Potter parody musical cast and just stuck them into, into So, <laughs> like,
0: Darren Chris as Percy. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness, I've forgotten their names. Um, Can't help you. Yeah, no, I, I... Sorry. Sorry, Darren Chris is not the only person I should remember. A very Potter musical cast. Um, <laughs> it, I would like to see Jordan Fisher as... Um, Percy, he's currently or he was playing Evan and dear Evan Hansen. He's in a couple of movies like To All the Boys I Loved Before sequel, whatever that's called. (laughs) P.S. I still love you. Um, (laughs) Hang on a second. Yeah.
2: God, those titles are long.
0: They are long. Joey Richter played Ron. He'd be a great Grover.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, And where is our Hermione?
2: I think and also. Everyone, I mean, you, you would have to, like, lose a lot of the double casting, obviously, to fit everyone in, but Joy Richter should definitely still keep his double casting of Dionysus. I think he would nail that. <laughs> would be
0: very good. I also had um, Harvey Yen, or Guien. He currently plays George in Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. He was Zach in the internship. He has a very um, Josh Gad vibe. Oh. Um, the vibe. <laughs> he has a vibe, but he's, um, he's just really sweet to watch. And obviously, he can sing. He's in Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist.
1: Can I have Tom Holland uh, as. Sure. Thank you. I just, it's your dream cast. I want that. (laughs) Um, Whatever you can imagine. It's so pretty. (laughs) You can imagine.
0: Um, I would like to see um, Audrey McDonald in the Sally Jackson Oracle role. Mm -hmm. You know, bring in the wise Audrey. Producer Zane agrees. (laughs) Yes, yes. I'm happy with
2: that. Um, And And then just randomly her like one teen role. Yes. As like um, the daughter of uh, Aphrodite.
0: That's it. I think she'd be great. Um, And Christian Ball as Mr. B. Poseidon. Hades and Medusa. Um, I love that so much. <laughs> With that Ooh. voice. Yeah, um, this is... Just... That's a new one. <laughs> um, and I threw in Zendaya as Annabeth because I think she could rock it.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Um, I I think she, it's a really tough role because it goes between um kind it leans into sweet before it goes like <laughs> she's just tough yeah. you know you get this little glimpse and then she pulls herself back um and um, I think she'd be great at that um any other casting I mean I've got my main two in there <laughs> <laughs> Tom Holland and Zac Efron yeah, yeah okay yeah. <laughs> Great, great. Who else could we see in the Oh, we
2: just haven't gotten anyone for um Clarice yet. Clarice. Totally skipped.
0: Clarice is um the daughter of Ares. Mm. She's got a, a And also Mrs. Dodds. She does. She plays um the teacher that isn't actually apparently there. Because she's actually a fury. Um
1: Oh was that what happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. His
2: teacher was a creature, then she vanished in the ether with a demon scream.
1: If you think I understand <laughs> Anything. <laughs> Julie just learned oh. one of my
2: favorite lyrics. It's great.
0: <laughs> um, who would we see as Mrs. Dodds oh. meets Clarice? Mm. Or two separate actresses? I don't know. Don't
2: know. Yeah, I'm actually stumped. Stumped? Which is, I feel bad because I brought this up. And
0: I mean, I could see like an Anna Kendrick playing Clarice, you know?
1: I'll take it. You know? I as long know. as I can have my projection of Jennifer Coolidge. You can
0: have whatever you want in your own dream show of The <laughs> Lightning <laughs> Thief, The Percy Jackson Musical, Julie. That's ah. why it's a dream. Dream cast. Oh, <laughs> All right, let's go on to top fives yeah. then. Guys, if you have any suggestions for our other cast members, you just let us know. <laughs> going To put it on top five mythology musicals, yeah, name the other five. <laughs> Four. Um, uh, for, forum, maybe in there, it's Greek Hades town, obviously. <laughs> I mean, actually, forms a
2: nice compliment, they don't sort of overlap a lot of their characters by no. being about Greek mythology. Yeah, it's they've
0: fine. done well. Look, I'm sure there's more, but we'll play that game when we get to it. Um, top five musicals for the youth is what I've titled it. <laughs>
2: It is, like, certainly one of those, like, aggressively for teens shows, I think.
1: I don't feel awful watching it, like.
0: No, I loved it, which means that it's definitely good for teenagers because all I watch <laughs> is teenage drama and rom coms. So. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Particularly because, like, it's, ah, it's funny because it's, it's all like all from Percy's perspective. Like, yeah. so Like he never leaves because it's just like his story. Like even like Dear Evan Hansen and stuff is also about like motherhood and being mm. a good dad. And so like this one's just like I'm a half blood. Everything's terrible. I'm um, an angsty teen.
1: Yeah. yeah. Top five uh, musicals that teens would describe as a bop. <laughs> 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 Name four more, Julie. <laughs> Uh, oh, yes, SpongeBob. <laughs> Ugh, awful, but I guess.
0: How producer Zane has brought SpongeBob to the table, and we will throw it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Not very willingly. Top five small cast musicals. Ooh,
2: that is a I mean big I know it's a big one. That's a big call.
1: There's a lot. I don't know. Not for me. Not for me personally. Not for you personally. No.
2: I guess it would depend on how you describe a small cast too, because it's seven. There so is seven. So which is like is a, there's like quite there's like quite a few. Ten and under. Two. Ten and under.
1: Ten, ten and under.
0: That's yeah. That's, that's quite a lot of shows, I guess.
1: Yeah.
0: But I think it's quite good. Like I would watch this now before I watched Next to Normal again,
1: you know? Wow. Dang. Big call. I know it's a big call. Cool. Really been cool. Yeah. Would you watch this before you watched? <laughs> no, <Nah>, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well done, Julie. <laughs> excellent. Counted the <laughs> characters as I said
0: it. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah. Any other top fives, guys? Um,
2: top five, like aggressive use of double cast roles. Yeah,
0: these. Some of these actors are playing three, four, five yeah. roles, and it, like shows like Jersey Boys does the same thing, where that cast is just running the whole time into quick changes and set changes, and Percy Jackson is no different. Yeah, that is. It's an epic show. You'd lose so much weight doing that show. <laughs> You'd just be constantly And then you'd moving. have to fix your costume. And then you'd constantly be adjusting. At top you'd five
2: shows co- to have to adjust costumes.
0: And yet um any other top fives guys
2: um I think like top five high intensity shows mm-hmm. like it it definitely feels like there's so little downtime for like I don't know like they they stop occasionally for like their one each character sort of got their one song mm-hmm. and then everything else is just like running around and, and uh like getting in buses that explode and yes. fighting monsters and oh that's good that, I like yeah top five use of like special effects and puppetry
0: yeah I think I was just thinking that is that there are a lot of shows with puppetry in them um, but I would definitely put this ahead of The Lion King with how outdated that show has become like it's cool. it is a, big is, call. is a big call but I think it's because I came very late to The Lion King um, game I saw it as a fully grown adult that was just like oh boy we needed to update
1: this show 10 years ago um, guess, um, who's never seen The Lion King <laughs> <laughs> so big call from Julie actually yeah. means I'm not sure if I can agree or not <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I quite, I quite like the puppets in the look. Yes, they were amazing for when it, the show first came out. But I'm just saying, as as time goes on, time goes on, time after time, time after time. Um, yes, special th- and like not necessarily the kind of special effects that are like, say, in Harry Potter. But it's very, it does very well with. The aesthetic
2: yeah. that it's yeah, it's all like to... um, yeah, it's got that same thing where it's like everything sort of feels more improvised. Like the I think like the wings of the Fury are just yeah. like bed sheets yeah. on, on um like clawed bony skeleton wings. Yeah, and like the the um the uh, the Oracle is like. <laughs> Like this this one was actually kind of weird to me. I didn't I'm not sure if I quite um liked it as much as I'm about to imply that I did. But like <laughs> um the Oracle was like the the one woman playing Percy Jackson's yes. mom and then like everyone was just sort of like underneath her <laughs> yeah. being like, Oh, we're the billowy cloak of yeah. the Oracle and then it like lifts up and they all just go like, Oh yeah, we're in the scene now. <laughs> It was. I, I thought that one was kind of weird, but it maybe it works like better um, when uni- you're not traveling through time to catch. It.
0: <laughs> uni drama workshop is definitely mm. how. F- As like they've just. Yeah. They've, it's the movement piece of their assessment. <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I think that's what's like. I think that's what gives it its charm, though, is that there are those moments where you're like, oh. Oh yeah, no, like I'm, I'm
2: super about that aesthetic. Like I said earlier, like it, I find it really fun because you, you sort of you also get that sort of experience of like, oh, how are they going to use that later? Like there's that one light um, that's just like on the stage for a lot of it, and then they pick it up and it's a motorcycle, and you're like, oh, yeah. that's really cool. And they put it down again.
0: You're, it's, Not it's, it's, that yeah, that was a And the fact that it is just like some of the the lighting. I guess it's top five use, uses of um, unconventional theater lighting. Is that is you. <laughs> at least in the bootleg, for some reason, they um, spin off to the side and then really zoom in on just this, like, uh, fluoro-yellow lighting tree you can buy from Bunnings, like, outdoor... like fluoros
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> okay
0: that are not on at the time mm-hmm. um but it's like probably shouldn't just be plugged into the side of the audience there but that's cool like i just i think that vibe of it all being a group of people that really just freaking loved this story wanted to bring it on stage yeah and yeah. so they did it and that's pretty epic
1: and that can always go one of two ways <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I think they've done a, a good job. It is a very good um comparison with a very potter musical is that it I think it will have this cult following yeah. of fandom and I think for the from now it probably every like five to ten years it will just like keep popping up again as something that everyone's like, Have you seen the lightning <laughs> thing?
2: Yeah. I I hope so. Because that was the other thing that was concerning me with the Tony thing, is that sometimes I can really, like, um, extend the life of a a show that otherwise might be forgotten. if It's, like, nominated for Tony. Yeah. And, like, I hope that this doesn't, like because it, it's already like up against a bunch of stuff like it's it's based on a book that is like is fairly popular but it's not like harry potter level like yeah. it's a couple steps below um and so i just i like i hope that it does have like a life beyond i don't know just someone someone's high school does it at five or ten yeah. years like i think it would be real. like it's it's really a cool show to like see professionally i'm sure um and yeah like it's crossed that it actually makes it some at some point to us in a in a um like a full professional context because i think it'd yeah. be cool. I
0: think it will be really cool guys if you haven't heard the soundtrack go and listen to it it's on spotify you can find it on the internet go for it um tell your friends about it let's let's not be the people that get the lightning (laughs) beef Into The professional realm (laughs) Of
2: Australian musical theatre
0: Um I know that We're at the beginning Of a year Chris But do you have anything That you'd like to plug
2: Oh man I mean not Not really No (laughs) No.
0: You have just done Be more chill Yeah You're taking Taking time to rest That voice After a big scene
2: Another Another show Where the main character Doesn't leave the stage (laughs) Super often Yeah Um Which I think is actually Kind of a bit of a Staple of the genre Honestly Where Mm -hmm. like The protagonist Is like Really really The protagonist Um <laughs> like that and Dear Evan Hansen and Lightning Thief. And that sort of like, yeah. There's and like, all that jazz. And all that yeah. jazz. Another top five list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, not not much at the moment. Um, Just, uh, you know, just living the life. Um, uh, But uh, hopefully soon. Yeah.
0: I mean, we're getting back into the swing of things. So I'm sure there'll be a lot more this year than maybe we saw last
2: Which year. Which... <laughs> All right. I guess, so my Instagram currently doesn't have a lot on it, but uh, if I do get a thing, you know, that'll be where you find out. So that's just uh, at Christopher Batkin.
0: Amazing. And stay tuned. Yeah. Because Chris is going to do some fun things in 2021 and you're going to find it on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. 2021. Already so much more fun. All right, guys, if you would like to find us, There are so many places you could do it. Just so many. Just so many. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at Musicals Teach Me. You can find us on Facebook at Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. You could email us at musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com school. so old school i know do people email anymore or is it just facebook messenger so i'm not really old. sure this is where i'm starting to get a bit old guys you know, you
2: know? Oh, just, imagine emails teams. being do old. do emails? people
1: just tiktok each other now is that how it works i mean mostly i i do that oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and if you <laughs> say, it's just like where is this going k producers <laughs> like just yeah. stop yeah, the recording the best
2: best way to end the <laughs> discussion on the lightning the <laughs> being like, what's technology, you guys? <laughs> what is
1: technology?
0: No, uh, but you can find us on um, all of your favourite podcatches, so don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. If you would like to see Zayn um, dance the Necronomicon and all, oh, the, other things so which, and
1: all the other things <laughs> <So> we've promised <laughs> um, that
0: we will do after we get to a certain number of patrons, you can go to patreon.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know. Or you can just wait until next week when a new episode is released and you can hear our voices once again. And talking nonsense about musical theatre, <laughs> the guys. Best the Classic. best, the best nonsense. I hope that you guys have enjoyed with me. to the Lightning Thief, Chris. Thank you so much for coming back. Onto oh, it was the show. great. Come back anytime. We mean it, obviously. So please do
2: it. All right. Yeah. Julie, let Why not?
0: Thanks, Another Katie. episode. We'll yeah. see you soon. Bye bye. <laughs>